when this funny gleam gives me the stopwatch. Hey, that's what George called him, a gleam. Listen, this crazy gleam gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a gleam. Gleep. Download on my phone. I just, whatever, whatever. Fucking fuck. Okay, now that you've successfully gotten now yourself I'm angry, angry. <laughs> where we can do a podcast. I don't know why That's, you wanted to be mad. I, I feel like it's more genuine because I, I have the thing of like nothing feels real. Help me, kind of deal, and that feels fuck. Is there it's, anything it's not the, specific you wanted to talk about? No, we can just go from here. This is really good. <laughs> as long as I'm fucking angry, this this is perfect. You know what? This podcast already sucks. The lights on, Tom Bodet. There's no way that guy lives in the fucking North Pole. I, I fucking hate liars. <laughs> there we go. Now that it's spook... Oh no, how do you do it? Sparch? <laughs> Is that what spook... If it's spookuary, it'd be sparch. March is in, uh, the second consecutive scary month. Yeah. We have to do this. We have to do it. Because I don't, I don't know. I like the, the no light episodes. I think they're... The problem is the sun's still out, which is going to be exponentially more and more of a problem as we get further into the year until we get to, you know, we revamp around to actual Spooktober. As soon as Sparch is over, we're screwed. Uh, yeah, if I'm just going to destroy my sleep schedule. Like, oh, I'm going to have to pod at fucking 8.30 so the sun's gone. <laughs> Fuck, great. Good thing we do short episodes. This only works when it's pitch black in the room. There's no, going back to Tombow Dad. There's no way. It's a double-edged sword of, like, the comment or the statement that Tom Bodette lives in the North Pole. Or Nome, Alaska is actually what I think our English teacher said. Which is basically the North Pole. Yeah, it's pretty fucking close. It's so absurd, it's almost believable just on how absurd it is. You know what I mean? Like, that's such a stupid thing to lie about. And our English teacher's not somebody that I, I think lied about really anything. But if anybody else would tell me that, be like, just shut the fuck up. There's no way. Yeah, but it is one of those things where it's so dumb, you could just not say it, and you would get the exact same thing out of it. Also, you know what irritates me about this podcast? The fan's not on. The fan's never on. The fan is... What? I thought it's always on. No, I always turn the fan off before we record. Do you? There's, yeah. there's a lack... Of, there's a strange lack of ambient noise. I should just go beat the shit out of somebody. If the serial killer's gone... Either, what if he still lives there, but he's in his apartment? That is something I don't think I've, we've ever talked about on the podcast. That is a good point. Yeah, I'm sorry for being so brazen to just mention the serial killer as like somebody you know. I live in an apartment about. building. Yeah. And a megaplex. The person that is directly across the hall from me. On the lower level. The only other person on the lower level. Yes. I am pretty sure is a serial killer. And turn the fan on quick. You want to turn it on low, which is the right one. Nice. No shit, that's what we were missing. You want to just move it away from the blind? I think it's hitting the blind. Oh yeah, that's good. That's a good idea, Dad. <laughs> that's better. Yeah, that is better. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking drops the fan on my head. But uh, I'm pretty sure I live across the hallway from a serial killer because he always has his blinds just creeped open and when you pull into the apartment building the his window is the one that's right in the parking lot essentially of yeah. the building yeah on the way to walk to the door that you'd enter the building you go past his windows yeah, yeah. so his windows are always just kind of creeped open so he can see out of them and yeah you can kind of see in but pleasure he can, himself he can definitely see out of them better than you can see it 100 percent. yeah and he's and, He's okay. You go on. I was oh. just gonna add that he's 
kind of strangely shirtless a lot. Yeah, that's what the next thing I was going to say. He is never wearing a shirt. And you can see all the blinds of his entire apartment are creaked open the exact same way. You can see in no furniture, no television, nothing. There's nothing in this apartment except a stool that he sits on in the kitchen. And the kitchen counter is littered with empty bottles of alcohol. And he just sits on the counter. Not, he doesn't sit on the counter. He sits on the stool sits next to the, the counter. counter. Yes. Yeah. And he's just on his phone. I'll leave at noon. I'll come back at 9 o'clock at night. He's on his phone when I leave. He's on his phone when I come back. I'll be going somewhere at 6 o'clock in the morning. He's sitting in the kitchen on his phone. It doesn't make any sense. No. And I'm pretty sure he's killed multiple people. How do you think he gets his income? Because that'd be cool if he got paid for killing people. Like he was a hitman. To where it could then be I wouldn't have to worry about it. I wonder why he's leaving. You think he got too, like, somebody got too close? Like he's being found out? Yeah, maybe. He's got to go start over. Because I was going to say for the ambient noise, if we go back to the introduction of the serial killer, I could just start a domestic disturbance with one of the other tenants in your apartment. Yeah, maybe and leave the could, serial killer out of it. They could scream at us through the door while we just casually go back to pod. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Didn't that happen with your, um, when you lived with Tanner? You could hear domestic fights through the walls of yeah. your house? Yeah. That's cool. I wonder how common that is. I don't think it's super common, but they got the cops called on them a lot because they'd be screaming at each other at three o'clock in the morning. You know what's funny is I wouldn't assume, I guess my problem, it's that comes with like the naivete of not, or maybe not naivete or just inexperience of having a lot of money. Maybe those people didn't have a lot of money, but I assume most people that live in homes like that just are kind of above domestic, like, human emotions and stuff. Like, it amazes me how disgusting and terrible most rich people are. And it's like, oh, you'd think with money and stuff you'd be appreciative. And some of them are. I'll give them that. But some of them are, like, the worst people that act like privileged kids. And you're like, ooh. Yeah, but I, in good. my mind, the stereotypical domestic dispute is with the extremely poor people. Yeah, like in a trailer park. If yeah. you go, if we hearken back to the best show ever made, Cops, most of that show... Takes place in a trailer park. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like the poorest of the poor. I, not, not insulting like that's the people themselves or whatever, but like that shows that I think that's more common for domestic disputes to happen with that demographic. Of like you get some Alabama white people that have like seven kids and she's bleeding but then defending her abusive husband. That's cops, and they, they have that show for 11-plus years, definitely, like 1995 or whenever it probably yeah. started, to like mid-2000s, late 2000s. And it's still going, I think. Cops Reloaded. But then, on the other hand, there's the guy that lives across the uh, hallway from me, but then there's the guy that lives above me, and in October, it was October because it was on Halloween. Spooktober. No, it was on Halloween. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah. So it's the, like, spooktober event of the year. The literal scariest day of the year. Yeah, exactly. I remember that there's not a lot of people coming into this building. It's not a very public building. No, it's kind of tucked away. But in general, the only people that come in here are the few people that actually live here. So anytime anyone new comes into the building, you know my ears perk up immediately. Like, what's going on? Anytime a familiar scent wafts through the door, you're like, "Uh uh-oh, we have a stranger in here <laughs> there it goes now we have a fire started by the fan all right if you want to go ahead and put that out i don't i don't get why why it's being such a, a little curmudgeon stay you fucker 
right. So Halloween, I hear... Back oh, to the pod. That's right. <laughs> We're still doing that. I hear just a little girl's voice, probably five or six years old. Okay. And I'm like, hang on. They don't live here. It's, I've never heard a child's voice here. It's too early here. for Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Or late. So I, I hear this girl's voice and what I have put together is her dad. Okay. And... They knock on the apartment door. Yours. Above me. Oh. Of the guy above me. Okay. And I can just kind of hear him. And he's knocking and they're standing there. They're kind of talking to each other. Like, are you excited to go trick-or-treating or whatever? You know, dad oh, to daughter no. kind of thing. Oh, no. And oh, no. No, this is a bad thought. What? Not a bad thought, but like, who the fuck is going in your apartment building to... Do people take their kids to enclosed apartment buildings to trick or treat? No, that that's not why they're here. Okay, thank God. So he's knocking on the door. I'm glad you cut me off or yeah. whatever. Corrected that before I. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go. Um, he's he's just saying like after we're done here, we're gonna go trick or treat. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. And like she's probably in costume already or yeah. whatever. Hyped up as kids are. So he's knocking on the door, no answer. They're here for like five minutes. He's knocking sporadically, so every once in a while. The knocks get a little louder and a little more intense every time yeah. he's doing it. And Compared then, to like that? Like the table noise? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah exactly. Yeah. Gotta just knock that in there. It's really polite. Yeah, I gotta shoehorn that in. It's really polite when they're like, okay, hopefully he'll answer. And then like the last knock before they leave is like... And yeah, uh, so it, it starts out like knock, knock, knock. Just in knock, case knock. people don't know what knocking is. And then... As we've th mentioned, knock, knock jokes, which might be kind of privileged <laughs> of us to not... Or to just assume that everyone knows what they are. Right. Okay. But by the end of it, it's more of a pound, pound, and then kind of like... Yeah, like swinging his daughter at the door <laughs> yeah, to he, knock. He, yeah. he picks her up and he'd by the feet and just starts swinging her like a golf club. Yeah. And yeah, he tees off, he, if you will. He's kind of going, dad, and he's like saying that a little bit louder. And then... They leave. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to go back to doing what I was doing. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe he's not home. I don't know. Which is pretty easy to tell because his car would be outside. Yeah. But whatever. There's no, yeah, there's no garage or anything. Yeah. 15 minutes later, they come back. Uh-oh. They come back with a voice that I do recognize, my landlord. Okay. I'm sorry I'm putting you to sleep. No, I'm, it's, <laughs> I, I am, it's my arthritis. <laughs> The, the, the dad's kind of talking to the landlord and he's like, oh, thanks for doing this, whatever. Just kind of wanted to check on him. He's like, yeah, no problem, you know. And he, the landlord, the reason he was here, you know, he has a key to the apartment. Yeah, yeah. So he unlocks the apartment. The daughter and the landlord stay in the hallway and the landlord's kind of talking to the daughter like hey your dad's gonna just go in there for a minute and, and fondle your grandpa and yeah fondle your grandpa and he'll yeah. be back yeah and you know he's kind of talking like you like you do to a child he's yeah. like you, you you pumped up for getting some hershey's yeah. or whatever ready to get addicted to sugar <laughs> you ready to find some razor blades in your candy oh no then I hear shuffling upstairs, just someone kind of walking like around. Like the board? Yeah, someone's playing shuffleboard upstairs. Okay, so he's okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. Oh, nice. And then I hear the dad come back out and he kind of closes the door behind him. The landlord was kind of like, you excited to see your, your grandpa or whatever yeah. to, to the little girl? He's like, everything good? And he asked the daughter to come down the stairs like so she was kind of near my apartment yeah they start whispering upstairs and i couldn't hear what they were saying then uh the dad came downstairs next to the daughter and he's like hey grandpa's not feeling well we're gonna 
uh, we're going to just go trick-or-treating. And then the landlord stayed and went into the apartment afterwards, and I'm very convinced that he killed himself. No way. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Huh. That's like a good... Because then like the next, like a week later, he put up a for rent sign outside. But anyway, that's my Sparch story. Yeah, you're... (laughs) That's a good Sparch story. Thanks. Because I thought you were, instead of uh, taking a suicide route, we're going to say that the serial killer took one of the other tenants out, but I think that's too, too obvious. Yeah, he would never. That'd be like a practice kill before you get good at it. Yeah, but I think he's been doing it for a long right, time. Right, like this guy's old enough and shirtless enough to definitely have been doing <laughs> Every been doing serial killer I've ever met is shirtless. Yeah, that's I think that I think I think so. John Wayne Gacy. Um uh, yeah, I've met him. all of them. <laughs> you've met John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he tried to he tried to flirt with me once and and have me go with him and I was like, mm, sorry man, but I don't like clowns." Oh, and he no. took that personally and he started crying and he left. And then after that, it turns out if you look at the timeline of people he killed, the first known person that he killed was after I met him. So I think I might have hurt it's, his feelings into killing people. It's like when uh, a guy dates somebody and then they break up and then she's a lesbian. You're like, uh oh. Yeah, did I, I do that? Yeah, you, you, you Steve Urkel. <laughs> And you're like, oh no. I was such a bad experience Time to that get you really... changed who you like. <laughs> Time to get overly self-conscious about how bad of a man I am. We didn't even break up and you're like, I think I'm bisexual. You're like, I only like women. <laughs> or you could or you could take it as like a thing of pride. I'm so manly that she couldn't handle it. <laughs> I think that'd be a, the proper response I... to that. I'm such a cool dude that she had to stop dating the dudes. The full just denial response. Yeah, the perfect response, yeah. Man, I'm too cool. You know those stupid... Oh, she God. probably loved me too much. Yeah, she was so attracted to me that she had to stop. It's like when our buddy had that crotch rocket. And he said, I can't, I need to sell it. And I said, why do you have to sell your crotch rocket? And he said, I can't stop myself from going 140 everywhere. So that's a pretty good reason to sell that fucking thing. At least he's got the wherewithal yeah. to know that. And then that, that girl was like, I can't stop myself from how attracted I am to this man. I have to only date women from now on. Yeah, and that's you, what happened. You're the only thing I think about day in and day out. And it's actually affecting my day-to-day yeah, it's life. It's gotten cumbersome. <laughs> It's really bad. I think I should stick with dating women because I'll never think about them ever. I think that's how that works. <laughs> I think there's hidden men that create lesbians throughout the world. I'm a man-created lesbian. <laughs> not not a natural-born lesbian. Yeah, there's subtypes. Because there's the ladies that just actually are attracted to other ladies. And then yeah. there's the ladies that are like, oh my god, I love men so much. It's like how that, I was going to say male feminist thing, but it's when guys just keep striking out with chicks. And it's like, fuck it, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been gay the whole time, yeah. it turns out. I think this is why they're not attracted to me. Because I like dudes instead. You're like, yeah, that is the problem. I'm there's, glad you figured it out. There's the natural born gay, and then there's the denial gay. Yeah, those are the best <laughs> versions of things. The, the things that stem but, from denial. But then every time you talk about it to them, they're just really angry at you. They're like, yeah. shut up! This, this is. This, I didn't like women anyway. We might be able to make some psychological progress into why I'm so mad when people shit talk Vince Geronda. I don't know what that means. Maybe I'm his son. Maybe I'm his sickly son, Guy Geronda, just in disguise. 